My guest today is a three-time silver medalist in the Big 12 Conference who owns the number two time in Iowa State history in the women's 3,000-meter steeplechase. She was also a two-time All-Big 12 cross-country runner and ends her career in the top 10 in points scored by Iowa State women in the Big 12 Conference. She's also a former All-State performer in high school at Waverly Shell Rock in both volleyball and track and field who, we're lucky to say, chose track and field at the Division I level. Welcome to the program, Abby Caldwell. Hi, um, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be on this podcast, so yeah. Yeah, I wanted to have you on, first of all, jokingly, to find out how you can make uh, seven years out of a four-year <laughs> college career. <laughs> Gosh, it's crazy. <laughs> That's, uh, so we'll get into that. Um, that's one reason I wanted to have you on, but, uh, but also certainly, uh, a fantastic, uh, uh, final, uh, end of the career. You made, um, three time, three times qualified for the, uh, NCAA West prelims. So that's, uh, that's quite an accomplishment. Well, thank you. Yeah, it was, there was a lot of up and ups and downs on this seven year journey, but I'm yeah. really happy that I stuck it out to exhaust all my eligibility. Well, that's yeah. One thing we'll definitely uh, dig deep on. Um, you're my first true Iowa State runner, um, former runner um, on my podcast. If you don't count Dennis Parker, who was um, way back when, but during the the modern era, you're the you're the first Cyclone on the show. So, hopefully, Cyclone Nation will um, catch the podcast and um, <laughs> uh, we'll get a good uh, listenership out of this. So yeah. Um, so you're in Ames right now, um, looking to finish up um, your schooling. Is that what uh, what's going on right now? Yeah, so I'm in Ames at the moment. Um, I'm done with my school, my schooling, and everything. I'm I actually accepted a job, um, so yeah. I'll be making the move to Colorado in the oh. next month. Um, yeah, so everything is moving very very quickly. I. Um, um, it's, I'm finishing everything here in Ames and then I'll, I'm actually going out there this week to find a place to live and yeah, then I'll be moving. Okay. So what kind of field are you going into? I know your, 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 your major was kind of open-ended there. Um, so what, yeah. Uh, so my major, like towards the end, because I had already finished my degrees was open option, I think it was. So um, I actually have my master's in finance. So I am working um, for Danfoss, which is actually here in Ames. Um, and I'll be on their, um, their accounts receivable team. So I'll be, as, my title will be credit analyst. So okay. but I'll be in the um, like Denver location. Okay. Is that yeah. something you were looking forward to? to doing uh going out to Colorado or is that just the way it worked out yeah um I have been obviously you guys know that I've been in Ames for a long time and I grew up in <laughs> Iowa so um I was looking to get out of Iowa just to experience something else and it just so happened that um my job was able to relocate me so um I'm really excited about it I'm excited to move a little bit scared like a little bit nervous just because it'll be something totally different but I'm very excited well, there's a great running community out there. Is that something that you want to uh, explore? Yeah. So actually a couple of my old teammates, I don't know if you um, remember Andrea Toppin. 
she oh, is yeah. out there. Yeah. Um, so she she's out there. For the uh, U.S. trials, marathon trials. Yeah. Yeah. Her. She's great. I love her. She is out there. And I'm actually staying with her later this week. Um, okay. And so, yeah, I'll, I'll continue probably running. I don't, I don't have any plans to run professionally or anything like that. I'll probably just do it for fun just because it's been a part of my life for the past seven years. So it's hard to step away. But, yeah, I'll, just, I'll run. I'll, it, it seems like there's so many great places to run there. So I'm excited about that. Have you, have you kind of closed the book then on your uh, college running career? Did you feel like um, you, uh, you, you're ready to step away? Does it feel like it's, it's time to end? Surprising. Most people would probably think that it would be really hard for me to move on um, just because it took me so long to finish my eligibility. I haven't stepped away yet. Um, but surprisingly, I just feel very, um, I feel very content. Obviously there were some things that I wanted to do, right? Like I wanted, I would have loved to make nationals this year and, um, whatever else, but, uh, I'm, I'm very content. I'm, I did everything that I could and I had a great seven years here. And, um, if I wouldn't have come back these last couple of years, um, and extended my eligibility, I wouldn't have been able to, um, run my fastest time. So I'm very happy that I came back. Um, but I'm, I'm okay with moving on. I'm very much at peace with it, I guess you could say. Okay. Yeah. Well, there comes a time when you do have to move on and you have to, uh, move on with the rest of your life for sure. Um, yeah. Uh, and, and it was, uh, so, so you don't look at that last race where you took a tumble in the steeplechase, um, anything negatively from, from that? Uh, well, my mom and coach would say differently, right? When it finished, I was, I was really bummed. It was, okay. Um, okay. yeah, I mean, it, that was hard. That's the, competitor. That's the competitor in you though. Yeah. And I, I guess, I mean, obviously there are always things that you want to do differently or better, you know, like it would have been great. To, I wish that I was, I had broken 10 minutes in the steeple. Like there's definitely things that I fell short on, but I guess just like, I wouldn't have changed a lot of what happened. Like just because I didn't break 10 minutes or didn't make nationals, I, I don't regret coming back. But yeah, that last race, when I took, when I fell, it was, it was hard. It was, it really, um, it was a bummer for sure. Was it, uh, you, you, you're running in Texas. Was it exhaustion or was it just a mistake? It, it was just a mistake. I actually felt really good. I had, I was in the yeah. last heat. So I actually um, saw people make moves that then cost them quite a bit, like, cause it was so hot. You had to be very tactical when you would make your move, you know, because people just kept coming back. So I knew going into it, I was like, I'm going to be pretty far back, but I'll be able to catch those girls. And as I was catching them, it, I, I felt good. It was obviously hot, but I just, I, my knee hit the barrier, my trail leg knee hit the barrier and I was not even expecting it. I, you could, you could hear me gasp from the stands because it like, it surprised me. I was like, oh my goodness. <laughs> so That's yeah, the worst it was thing. just, you know, you, you know, you biffed it and you're going down and there's just no other bad. It's just, it's just a terrible feeling. Yeah. So it was, it was, it was just a, a mistake by me. It wasn't the heat or anything. So. Okay. Okay. 
and you still held off your teammate Jeanette barely. Um, it was it was a good race. Uh, yeah. At the end there. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, like you said, you wanted to break ten minutes in the steeplechase. You came so close to getting the record. You ran ten oh five at Drake. Um, yeah. That's got to be a little bit. Um, you, you certainly would have liked to have run a couple seconds faster somehow and get that school record. Yeah, that would have been great. That would have been, I mean, um, something to check off the box for sure. Um, it, w- it would have been awesome to get the school record back, but I didn't. So <laughs> I don't know. It, I mean, it, it, it stinks. I mean, you always think back then, you know, like I didn't know that that was going to be my fastest race. And it's like, hmm, if I would have had someone pushing me that race could I run that two seconds faster to get the record you know like there's always so many things that like go through your mind once it's done well that day you did win at Drake was your first uh, Drake Relays championship that uh, had to had to have been fantastic for you yeah that was super fun it was it was great it was a great meet and everyone on our team like that night um, we had um, someone in the 15 we had girls in the 5k and that just set the weekend up perfectly because then everyone just did a really great job. It was it, that Drake Relays this year was super fun. It, I think our team did really, really well. And the men's team, too. Well, yeah, certainly uh, on, on the men's side. Yeah, they, they had some oh, fantastic performances there. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of surprised that you never did win a Drake Relays championship. But um, you were kind of um, you. uh had a good uh, high school teammate and Anna Holdeman as well. So you had a, uh, a fantastic uh, competitor uh, that you com- uh, ran against all the time. Yeah. Yeah. She, yeah. and actually um, she, well, in high school, I did not know that I was going to be a track runner. I, every year I was like, Oh, I'm just going to go out for track to help my volleyball so I took most of my visits actually for volleyball instead of track I thought I was going to be a volleyball player because my mom and my sister both played volleyball in university so um yeah I didn't even know that I was going to be a runner so (laughs) I like did not train for it at all so and then Anna Holdeman yeah she was on my team she was a great teammate and then it was fun because once she transferred to Texas we got a race against each other a couple times at in the steeple at big 12s and then at regionals and that was fun she's she's great she's so nice all the time so yeah um, going back to the, the the steeplechase record um how soon before Jeanette Schraft uh takes that down oh I have full confidence in her that she'll be able to get it she's great she's um lucky for her she learned how to do hurdles um in high school where like me and then Kelly, the girl that has the record right now, um, we learned just in college. So um, Jan, Jeanette definitely has a a leg up in that sense because she's been doing hurdles for years, you know, so that'll help her a lot. Yeah. Uh, How did you kind of gravitate toward that, toward the, toward the uh, steeplechase event? Because you're not very tall, correct? Yeah, I'm like five six, so not super tall, I guess. But um, she, uh, I came in with a different set of coaches, and our assistant coach, his name is Coach Palmer. Um, he uh, was our steeple coach at the time, and 
he's the one that thought that I would be a good steepler. I think he took some of the fact that I had played volleyball in my past. Like it's a little bit of like the athleticism part. Um, But yeah, they, I really just did what I was told to do. And so it came pretty naturally. (laughs) So that helped a lot. So there wasn't that huge of a transition period uh, doing the hurdling or, um, or how difficult was that transition period? We did a lot and a lot of drills. Um, we would spend hours just doing hurdle drills and hurdles. And it was, it was definitely an adjustment. And then um, I think uh, throughout the years, like once I got healthy, um, this year I was definitely more um, technical. Like technically I was more sound, I guess. I was better. This was my best year for yeah. – um, how I was actually hurtling, um, which I think just came from I, I'm the strongest that I've been. I've been able to stay healthy for the longest period of time. Because there were, like, when I, in 2019, our last outdoor season, that, I was always up and down with training and injuries and stuff. So I think staying healthy really helped my hurtling. You were even hurt, even injured that year, uh, 2019, even though you made West prelims, huh? Yeah, yeah I, my hip labor that was I my hip labrum flared up I have two both my hip labrums are torn so um sometimes they randomly flare up and like in the winter it flared up so I was like I had to take a couple weeks off for that and get a cortisone shot and whatnot so yeah and you never had them repaired then no nope Nope. that's something you just work on therapy and weights and just try to strengthen as much as you can yeah my the athletic trainers that we have at Iowa State they've been great they've um I work a lot with Tyler and he's been able to um really help me he gives me exercises he's able to needle me and all this stuff so like (laughs) yes they sometimes do flare up still but um somehow we've been able to this year at least keep them pretty calm so that's been great Okay. Well, let's kind of talk about your injury past here. Um, everything was looking so great in 2015. You made your first West prelims that year. And then, and then it was a lot of red shirting. Um, yeah. I assume that was all the, uh, the, the torn labrum uh, problems. Yeah. I, um, so I, I'm trying to think it seems so long ago, so long ago um, you can't so remember. I don't really remember the exact years I think it was um I know in okay so it would have been like so then I came back 2015 in my cross-country season that was like a really great season for me and then um indoor was a little rough and then we found out that I had a torn labrum in 2016 outdoor so I didn't get to finish my season then. Okay. And then, um, so then my junior year, my third year, I um, thought, like, we thought that my adductor was strained. Um, and then we ended up getting an MRI. And this was, like, February of my junior year, my third year. And I ended up, like, having um, a really bad stress fracture uh, in my pelvis and, like, then three other stress fractures and a torn labrum. So that's when we found out both my hip labrums were torn. Mm, So then, 
I was able to get healthy in time for cross country. And then in October, so February was my first broken pelvis. And then October was my second one. I had a bad stress fracture on the other side of my pelvis. So it was rough. It was that, that year was pretty like, and then I was able, it was hard emotionally, physically, all that stuff. And then I was able to come back for outdoor. Um, so I think I started running like January and then my first race for outdoor was in March. And so that first season, that first outdoor season, I think it would have been 2018. That was a rough season. It was like, I knew I wasn't going to run fast, but I just needed to race. Cause I like had had one month of training, you know? Yeah, so. you were 13th, 13th in the, in the steeplechase at the big 12 outdoors that year. So. Yeah. yeah and so, sure. yeah, it was, it was hard. It was a hard year. I mean, like basically when you get hurt like that and you have like injury after injury after injury, um, you kind of just need to like check your ego and be like, this is going to be horrible. Like it's going to feel horrible. You know, that you're not running as fast as you want to, but you, you just have to do it. And so it's kind of just a season of me, like, okay, I just have to put my head down and I have to do this in order to set me, me up for the next year. Right. So, so quitting was never an option for you. That's just not in your DNA. No, I mean, definitely my people were kind of questioning once I broke my pelvis the second time, people were like, what are you doing? Why? Like even the doctor had said, like, if we have another injury, we're going to have to be done all this stuff. So, and so other, there were times where I would be like, I can't do this anymore. I'm done. But I kept showing up. So <laughs> I obviously did not ever quit, but I, it definitely popped up in my mind a few times. Wow. And then, and, and, um, and you eventually got healthy at some point because you know, you, well, you said 2019, you were, you were still struggling with some injuries, but you, but you had a yeah. good outdoor season. You had a good outdoor so, season. And yeah, that so, season was good too. Yeah. So then team. going at my fifth year was actually, um, that was kind of when it was like, oh, maybe she, maybe she will come back, um, like from her injuries. So I actually had like a couple breakout races in cross country of my fifth year. And then, um, I made, regionals that year and then I came back for my sixth year I got my sixth year granted to me and my cross-country season was my best season yet and so that was a lot of fun and then once co and then my indoor so I was healthy then for that yeah and then my indoor season that was when me and Kaylee went one two and both the five and the three and that was super fun so then I was like I I don't think that I could have walked away from the sport without me finish exhausting my eligibility. And I know people probably were like, what is this girl doing? Move on. But just for me and able for me to be able to move on. And I think that's really helped me to be able to um, transition fairly smoothly into the real world um, and be okay with being done. It's all been decided for you. basically. Yeah. It's like, I, yeah, I'm like, this is what I needed to do. And I've done everything that I can. And I, I did what I could, you know, so it's been, so it's were, made it easier to transition so out, of, out of them. You were out of cross eligibility then um, this year. You, you didn't have a chance to uh, use that. 
Nope. I couldn't run cross or indoor, but I ran indoor unattached and I actually got some like PR. I got, I had my best mark in the 5k, but I was unattached. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That does ring a bell. Yeah. That you were running some indoor stuff. And, and at that, at that point, did you feel like things were going pretty well and that you're going to have a really fantastic outdoor season? Yeah. I put a lot of trust into my coach. Coach Amy has really helped me. She, her training has worked for me and it's something that she takes the thinking of running off of me, like the thinking of like training. And so that's been great. So I just, even when I would have doubts, like, Oh, am I fit? Oh, am I ready to do this? Like I, it was so nice to be able to go back to like coach Amy. I trust coach Amy and coach Amy believes in me. So I need to believe in myself, you know, like coach Amy knows that I'm ready to have a breakout race. She knew that I was ready to run 10 Oh five. So, you know, it was just up to me to like trust her and I do trust her. So it made it a lot easier. Okay. Um, now you were recruited by Andrea Grove McDonough. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so uh, what, uh, what, uh, what are the differences in coaching philosophies between those two? I'm kind of curious. Uh, um, what's different between the two? I guess. Andrea's, um, Andrea's definitely more, uh, extroverted I'd say yes yes yeah. I, I would say she's yeah coach McDonough is probably more extroverted and coach Amy is um introverted obviously but um yeah their training was very different um and it works in different ways I don't think that there's one training style that is best for everyone um so I guess Coach Amy's style was a little bit more, um, uh, I'm trying to think of how to put, like, Coach Amy definitely um, was very much like, these are the paces, this is what we're running, and you have to listen to me type of thing, like, very, like more controlled, and um, that worked better, that, at least, I don't know if it was the training or not, but um that was able to keep me healthy, I think, because I was training within myself a little bit. And then um, okay. Coach McDonough's was like, you'd have some killer workouts and they'd make you feel so good and everything. Um, but like, it was more um, like, we're going hard this workout. We're gonna, you know, like, I don't know how to explain it, I guess. <laughs> They're both great. Like both training is great. You know, they both, I've been able to be successful under both um yeah training philosophies i guess yeah both worked for you yeah yeah and and your injuries were more predisposed uh, pre yeah i mean you were probably kind of going yeah. to get injured no matter what probably yeah it's really hard it's really hard to pinpoint injuries to one thing i mean it'd be easy to blame training or to blame whatever but i mean I didn't have great bone density. I, um, I, that's a problem. That's a, yeah, that's a problem with a lot of women. Yeah. yeah. Vitamin D issues that sidelined, uh, Lisa Yule. And right. That really, that really took down her career. Yeah. So I, yeah. So I guess I think that, um, yeah, I don't think that you can say one training method works better than others or whatever, but, um, they were both great. Yeah. Okay. 
would you say that indoor um, Big 12 championships in before the outdoor season got canceled, is that probably your best meet you've ever had? Yeah. We're in the three and the five. Yes, that was, I, everything was clicking that weekend. That was so much fun. I, uh, I wish I could go back to that moment. It was honestly, I surprised myself too, because I, I didn't know what I was capable of, but I, so Kaylee and I actually train together. We do all of our workouts together. We run all of our runs together and just to like be able to race with her and like, it was more of just like, like I'm doing this for the team. Like I can do this for the team. Like I have to do, get as many points for the team. And I just love those, those um, when we're in that environment where it's not, oh, I have to run fast to get a regional qualifier when it's like, I have to run fast. Like you can just do so much more when you're trying to run fast for your team, you know? Like, I just think it's way more fun. Conference is different. That's a, I've, I've already commented about this. It's kind of empty the whole bucket uh, weekend. Um, that's what you basically do because it's all for team points and everything. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's, it's a different mentality that weekend. It's uh, do mm-hmm. whatever you think for your team, for sure. Um, and you're the, the senior statesman on the, uh, on the roster here. Gally's, <laughs> Gally's getting up there, though, too. Um, did you really actively take part um, in this leadership role, being a mentor? Because uh, this is a really young uh, uh, crop of distance runners on this, on this team right now. Yeah, um, they, I definitely feel like, even though I am older than them, I feel like they're a great group of girls. They're some of my best friends, even though I'm super old compared to them. (laughs) But um, yeah, they're, they're going to do some really cool things. Um, They're, they're going to be good. Those that, so we've got Kaylee coming back, obviously. And um, that, a, a big group of our team is that sophomore class with um, Madeline and Grace and Dana and Jeanette. Um, those are um, the next group of leaders, right? So um, yeah. I think they're going to do great things. Like they're already going to be juniors, you know? So like they, it's time for them to like fill the leadership role too. And um, they're going to do great. They're, they're really special. I, I love our group of girls and it's crazy because I feel like I say that every year, you know, um, I've been on so many different teams and every year I'm like, our, this group is special. This group is great. And, but they've been totally different from the time I came in here to like now it's been like the team has changed dramatically, like very different personalities, but it's, I wouldn't change it at all. Like everyone, every team has been really special. Oh yeah. Yeah. They're all special in their own way. So so did they, did they look up at you as as the uh, as somebody that uh, for leadership? Is that something that I think so? Yeah, I mean, I definitely tried to be a leader and um, more so lead them by example. And um, I know a lot of times we have conversations about how to um, not so much maybe how to do how to make a move in a race or racing tactics, but more of just like, for me, I want to them to be more than just great runners. Right. Like I want to lead by, um, 
making sure that they know that they have a voice and teaching them how to communicate with coach, you know? And so a lot of it was through example with like how I communicate with coach, what we say, you know, it's, so I guess I tried to lead them that route instead of the running route, I guess. Because everybody knows how to run on the team. Like everybody has their own racing tactics, you know? So that's not my job to lead them in running, but more of just like being good people. (laughs) (laughs) Was there a a bit of an age difference? Was there I I don't want to say a generation gap here, but I mean, you could be six, seven years older than some of these uh, ladies. Was there a little bit? Yeah. Yeah, there, there was, there were moments where I was like, oh my gosh. Was there a lot of mom uh, moments? Um, it's weird. Okay. It's actually weird because I'm the youngest in my family. So like being like the mom type is not really my thing, (laughs) (laughs) but, um, yeah, definitely like, um, yes, there were times where I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so much older than them. And so, yeah, I was a little bit more independent than a lot of them. Like I, I live alone and I can do a lot of things just on my own. I don't need, I don't need to be with people all the time or whatever. So like, I, I noticed that a lot, but that just comes with maturity. Cause lots of times I'd be like, oh, well, when I was that age, I wouldn't have been able to do what I do now, like on my own. Right. And yeah. so, yes, there were times where it was a big difference. And I was like, whoa, but <laughs> it's weird because like even the, the freshmen this year, um, Brenna and Sarah, they were some of like, I've had some of the best conversations with them and I'm seven years older than them, you know, like, but I felt like I could still connect with them. So it helps that they're so great and everything, but also like I could go to my team for a lot of things. Like I would, I I mean, obviously like we practice together and everything, but there's a lot of people my age on the men's team. So I was able to get more of like, my age group with them so that was really helpful this year because we were in such a bubble with COVID and everything that like being able to see some of like the the middle distance guys a lot of them are around my age and like that was great you know because I didn't feel I felt like I had a group that was my age too you know the Edwin Kurgatz and the Thomas Pollards yeah (laughs) yeah those guys okay how was testing um let's delve into that um how was the testing um, like all every day, all the time doing it? How was that? Uh, was that a mental grind after? I, so everybody has their own experience with it. Um, I knew that coming back, I would have to make the sacrifice of getting tested a lot and um, living in a bubble, it seemed like. Um, it, it was hard. There were times where I was just like, I just want to go home. I just want to I just want to see people, right? Because there were moments where we would, um, especially in the beginning when nobody really knew um, what was going on, it was like we were practicing alone quite a bit and I lived alone and we weren't allowed to see anyone. Like I couldn't go home. That was more, it was just more like emotionally. I was like, why did I come back if it's going to be like this, you know? But then it got to be kind of just routine and, we were able, to, we made it through, <laughs> that's the biggest thing. But um, yeah, at times it was, it was tough. And I know um, the, the medical staff that we have here, they've, they've worked really hard um, 
because I know it was draining for them to plan testing and who was traveling where and getting the, following all the protocols. Like that was, I know that was a lot of work. So I do appreciate everything that they've been through. Like they did and they set up for us in order for us to compete. But I, I am so glad that I do not have to go through that again. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like a real drag. So it was basically, you're working out the facility and then you just basically go back to your apartment and that's it. I mean, that's, that, that's all you're doing. Yeah. Back and forth. Yep. So I, yeah, I, at least in the beginning, it was very much like that. Like I even wanted to go home mm-hmm. and I couldn't go home to like see my parents. So this semester, I, other than a, a couple meets, I saw my mom, I think once she came here once, once we were vaccinated and stuff, but it it, it was rough for a bit, you know, and just because, yeah, we'd go to practice. I just remember in the beginning, because nobody knew, we wouldn't even go into our track, the indoor track. We would meet outside in the parking lot and run in pods. And so I'd see like Kaylee, Kaylee was in my pod. I'd see her and we'd run and then we'd have to stay six feet apart and then we'd <laughs> get done. And then I'd drive back to my apartment and not see anyone and then like maybe the next day we wouldn't practice together we'd be on our own so I'd be like a whole like that'd be like 72 hours that I wouldn't see anyone 48 hours I mean yeah it was it was crazy how'd you do your classes then how, how did that all work so in oh, the fall I just virtual. yeah so I my class I have an internship on let's work from home so I um the whole fall semester, I didn't have any classes. I would just do my internship for credit. And then in the spring, I had to take a couple of classes, but they were both online. So I just do everything in my apartment. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and were you, were you tested daily, close to daily? Um, so we were tested once a week. Once a week. And then... Um, but if we were traveling, it would be more, it would be like right before we left, we'd be tested in order to leave for the meet and stuff. But then toward the end, it was just when we would travel. Yeah. 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 Once we started getting vaccinated. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's go back to your, uh, Waverly, uh, days. Uh, it's an interesting college town growing up there. Was there any thoughts of, um, staying there and going to Warburg College? It doesn't sound like you really wanted to stay in town. Um, I mean, I guess, yeah, it probably came in my mind um, to stay there. I mean, they've got a good track program and everything, but um, I don't know. I just, I liked it here and I, yeah, I decided to leave. <laughs> I don't know. Well, you had a, we've already touched on this. You had a tough decision between volleyball and um, track and field. You were an all state. Were you a setter? Is that what you were? I was a libero. My sister was a setter, though. Okay. Okay. Um, How difficult was that making that choice? So, what kind of uh, offers were you getting for volleyball? So, um, I took some visits for volleyball to UNLV and I was looking at Wyoming and then UNI here and Cedar Falls and um, KU, University of Kansas. So um, I, yeah, I um, grew up being a volleyball player. I would do club volleyball. I 
like my parents would drive us everywhere. And so it was, it was a tough decision because I loved volleyball and, but then I found that running, like there was just running came more naturally, I guess. Like I, we spent hours in the gym. Me and my sister would spend hours and hours and hours in the gym, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I, it was, it was a pretty tough decision. I remember, um, I knew in my gut though, that I wanted to run. And when I took my visit here to Iowa state and I met, um, coach McDonough and coach Palmer, um, I just knew that it was the right fit. It was, um, what I think the running lifestyle probably fits me better than the volleyball lifestyle did. Um, and so, yeah, I just remember deciding that I wanted to run and I wanted to run here at Iowa state. And that was my decision. So so if Iowa State volleyball would have been calling you, then that wouldn't have made any difference either. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Yeah, you just you just knew that, like you said, in your heart, you wanted to continue tracking. Yeah, down. yeah. Um, how much of a train? Yeah, you never ran cross country. Um, no. <laughs> so <laughs> you. You won't find Abby Caldwell anywhere in the state uh, cross country results. <laughs> yeah, no cross country. I looked just to, <laughs> I looked just to make sure because you know sometimes they you know you can do volleyball and cross country, but nowhere are you found. <laughs> no. Nope, I did not do. I didn't do my. I ran an unattached race my freshman year of university. I ran at Wisconsin unattached and then so then like technically my first race was my sophomore year in 2015 so yeah that's kind of crazy how did that actually it was actually a really good season for me yeah I um was all region all big 12 um yeah it was it was a lot of fun actually we raced at nationals yeah wasn't too much I felt like my no no, it wasn't too bad. I think I think having that redshirt year was definitely necessary just because I had never run. And that when I came in, we were second in the nation in um at yeah. NCAAs for cross. So like they did not need me at all. They didn't need any of us freshmen. <laughs> that was the Betsy Sana group? No, it was Katie Moen, Crystal Nelson, oh, Aaron Hooker, Press. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they were a good team. Yeah. Yeah. So how did you get into running then if, if your parents were driving you around to all these camps and so I come about I just like did track in middle school and in high school. And I mean, every year I thought I was gonna quit track so I could focus on volleyball. I swear. Like I'd be like, I don't know if I want to go out. And then I'd end up going out. And I, I think it just I liked running, but I didn't really train for it. And I made state like in four events every year and so like it just I just liked it I don't know there's yeah yeah okay well it yeah I mean and like you said you were you know at at one point you were still thinking you know it was to keep yourself in shape for volleyball but then you start seeing success and you're going hmm this is a little different you know yeah 
So was it a package deal with you and Anna? Because she started off at Iowa State, right? Um, yeah, she she never actually went here, but she did sign for here. But then there was a coaching change. That's when Coach McDonough that's, came. That's when Emma yeah. left. Yeah. Yep. So then she um, she went up to Boise. She yeah, I think she went to Florida State though first. God, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Not, not that the podcast is about her here, but. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think I think you I think you're right. She 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 bounced around quite a bit before finding a real home at Texas. So Yeah. Uh, so so uh, Yeah, but no, she Anna was a year older than me. And I remember her coming here and then um Yeah. I knew you weren't the same class, you know. Yeah. And so Yeah, I just remember she kind of put Iowa State cross country and track actually on the map for me she was like hey I think you would this would be a good fit like you should check them out and like they're interested in you and stuff like that and so I think that's what kind of got me first started and like oh maybe I could run so yeah um and and you have uh lifelong friends then um with your with your uh, teammates is that something that um you're going to carry forward? Yes. Oh my gosh. There's some great girls on this team and that have been on this team. I mean, my roommate for my four years, I don't know if you remember Evelyn Gay. We call her Ev. Oh, she yeah. okay. She's from Canada. Yep. She, um, I haven't seen her since she has left, but she's still like my best friend. We've been through everything together. She's great. I mean, Olivia Robertson, that was in my grade. We still talk a lot. And like, there, there's just so many great people. I could go on and on about everyone that I, all my friends are from here, like are from the team here. Like that's my group is people that I've met on this team. There's some great people. So why do they call you Bob? What's the, what's the <laughs> <of> this? <laughs> so- <laughs> you know Bob. Okay, I gotta so get down to the, I got to get down um, to the heart of this. Um, everyone calls me Bob. I've been called Bob since I was a baby. So I'm oh, the youngest. But my sister, when I was brought home from the hospital, she couldn't say my name. So she just like pat my head and say Bobby. And then it just shortened to Bob. So everyone just calls me Bob. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and you didn't, and you didn't try to bury it in the sand when you went to Iowa State you're like I I don't want anybody calling me Bob anymore so I yeah you know I actually so I just feel like Abby is so common you know yeah so I I follow like five Abbies on Twitter (laughs) every time I type in the word Abby it's like Abby (laughs) going yeah you it's like all these Abbies yeah yeah you're right. So. It is a very common name. So yeah. So, so. Uh, I've already prepped you for this a little bit. Uh, uh, something, <laughs> something about you that very few people know, and it's not you know, that your nickname's Bob because it's <laughs> on your Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so hard. I'm not a very interesting person, to be honest. Um. Uh, well. Not a very. I. Don't know if 
I think like people close to me obviously know this, but my both my brother and my sister and me that there's just three of us. We all went Division One for athletics, so that's oh, kind of I interesting. Didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. So what? Uh, so what do your what did your siblings uh, play and do? Where did they go? So my sister uh, played volleyball. She first went to UNLV and then transferred to UNI, and then. My brother wrestled at U and I. Okay. Yeah. My mom also played volleyball at University of Kansas. So she played division one volleyball too. Is there any rivalry between, between your mom yes. and you? And, yeah. Yeah, she hates she she loves Iowa State track, but she <laughs> it's hard for her to um like she won't root for any other sports though. No. She's like Jayhawks all the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Well, she went yeah. there, you know. It's, it's, yeah. I mean, it's it's all fun. Like, she's not, like, actually mad, but she's always like, Rock Chuck Jayhawk. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, so I'm, I'm going to do kind of a one-word association, or you can make it a few words. Okay. Um, just some random words here random topics steeplechase what do you think when you think of that word um i i picture me racing okay i just picture me not not falling <laughs> endless barriers <laughs> yeah do you have do you have uh do you, do you have dreams where you're you're you're, you're thinking of um, running over uh, steeplechase barriers Yes. Um, so I was room with Kaylee and she has witnessed me having dreams about the steeplechase. She like, I will talk, I'll like sit up in bed or I'll like jump and I'll like wake myself up. So yes, I do have dreams about it. And it's always on race week. Always never fails. How about cyclone sports complex? What do you think of when you think of the the, your outdoor track facility do you, do, you, do you run much on that yeah we do all of our outdoor track workouts out there obviously um I figured yeah so sorry I think mostly in pictures I guess but I um when I think of that I think of me and Kaylee I think of me and Kaylee running lots of laps around there and coach yelling splits mm. you, you have a really special relationship with Kaylee that's going to be have you stayed around in Ames to help her this week uh, training um, not much. No. Um, she's, um, tapering quite a bit and stuff and she actually left today. So, um, yeah, I haven't, I've seen her a couple times. Yeah. But, um, that's about it. Okay. You weren't enlisted to help her then. Uh, no. The last week trying to get her ready. Nope. Okay. How about the lead center? What do you think there? Oh, I think of, um, winter workouts. I think of the long train of a lot of people doing repeat something. And there's so many groups. Like sometimes there's like the mid D guys, the distance girls, and there's hurdles on the outside lane for the sprinters and oh, busy. And do you have a certain time when you were supposed to work out as opposed to yeah, usually we'd run, we'd work out at like 2.30, but the, people would always overlap, so. Yeah. yeah. It'd be all over the place. Kind of hard not to, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
Did you ever, did you ever, were you ever a resident of the towers, the ones that are left? No, I no. was not. Okay. How about Campus Town? What do you think of when you think of, were you a visitor down there? Campus Town, is that like, is that like Welch and stuff? Is yeah. that Campus Town? Where oh, you know, activities. I don't have, um, we don't really. You don't go down the, there much, huh? No. Nope. <laughs> we don't. Okay. <laughs> you just stay in your apartment. Yeah. Okay, we're on we're in season all year out. round during the school year. You so, got some serious athletes there. Yeah. <laughs> you don't go down for pizza or something. Oh, <gasps> uh, nope. me and Ev used to. Yeah, okay. we'd like walk around and stuff. Yeah, but yeah, so not very often. Think- you probably think of her then, probably as much as yeah. You think of going, going, going down to campus town and doing all that stuff. The indoor facility is yeah. not far away from there. No, it's really close. Yeah, it's really close to there. So, so what kind of uh, thoughts do you have about going out to Colorado? Um, that's obviously a great place to uh, exercise and uh, stay fit. Are you looking to get into? different sports like cycling and stuff um I'm really excited to move I'm I'm obviously a little bit nervous but yeah I'm um I'm excited I uh I'm excited because the running community is so big and it'll be like so different like so many different places to run which will be fun and stuff um I don't really know what I see myself getting into I mean um I've always been interested in like, not competitively, but just to stay fit. Um, My sister owns a CrossFit gym. So I've like, oh, maybe I should do some CrossFit, but who knows if I'll actually do it. (laughs) Um, So yeah, I don't really know. I'm excited. I'm excited to make the move. Um, Yeah. Sounds like uh, everything's kind of coming together. You know, Boulder has got one of the great road races in our nation, Boulder, Boulder. That's one you'll have to do at some point. Oh, yeah. I'll have to do that. I'll have to keep running then. <laughs> it ends at the CU Stadium. Yeah. Colorado. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. It's a, it's a really good road race. So you'll have to do that sometime. That'll be one yeah. of the races you'll have to do. Yeah. So. Okay, Abby. Well, I, uh, I've really enjoyed this chat with you. And Me too. Thank you. you so much.